Hello and welcome to the Cafe Hustle podcast. I'm Andy Jones, the creator and host of the Cafe Hustle. And in today's episode, I want to cover something that I'm really passionate about and I've been really passionate about for a very long time. And that is leadership and in particular, developing new leaders, junior members of staff that are coming through the ranks to be the next leaders of our businesses. So we're going to be covering all the fundamental elements of what we should be looking for, what we should be putting in place and how we should be treating their personal development. So we're going to be covering all this and so much more when we get back from thanking our sponsor. Is training new staff members costing you huge amounts of money and only achieving inconsistent results at best? Trainual, with its easy-to-use platform, can significantly reduce your training costs whilst increasing consistency across your entire business through recording and documenting your repeatable tasks all in one place. Visit trainual.com and use promo code CAFEHUSTLE for a seven-day free trial and 10% off your first 12 months. So thank you very much for joining me on this episode, which is a little bit different to what we normally do. We've been obviously chatting to amazing people in the hospitality industry all over the world. But today you just have me. It's Good Friday, Easter weekend. So I respect your time. So we've got a little slightly shorter episode today. Um, so yeah, so we're talking around how we develop our leaders and bring them through the ranks. I'm going to start off by saying that leadership is, in my view, it's an art and not a science. I know a lot of the training courses that we can go on, the really corporate training programs, they're very heavily weighted towards the the science of leadership. And don't get me wrong, I think that's important. But we also need to think that not everyone fits the science all the time and you have massive changes on a day-to-day basis whether it's a staff member who's not had their sleep not had a great time in the morning had a fight with their partner there's so many things that go into how we approach leadership with our teams the main thing to say is that you have to identify the best approach for your teams and and really you have to understand the situation within your business. So we're going to start off with the foundation and what the what starts us off as really creating a solid base to build your succession plan for your team. So biggest thing I have to say and the most important thing is look at your hiring practices. So how are you bringing people into your organization? How are you onboarding them? Are they getting or are your hiring members of staff, are they getting the right insights to these people that they're bringing in? I know me personally, certainly in previous roles, I've gone through multiple recruitment rounds and in some of them not actually hired from the pool of people that came in. I stuck to my guns and I knew that the people that weren't that were coming in to these interviews weren't right. They weren't right for our business. They didn't fit me as the manager of that post they didn't align with me there was no rapport there so I got criticized for holding out and to be fair on the third I think it was the third time we actually I actually employed someone and it wasn't out of pressure it was someone that I thought yes they fit this role and they fit working with me and I have to say it was one of the best employees I've ever worked with told them to do how you do something once beyond that there was very little in the way of management that I had to do of those that person so it really does work if you get your hiring practice right you get the right person in it makes your life so much easier down the line and you don't want to stack all the other so if you're looking at someone as a successor of 
a management position in a hospitality business. You don't want to stack all that training, all that development on a poor foundation. So you have to hire the right people to fulfill the role that they're applying for in the first place. That is a given. But it's also about looking at their leadership potential and whether they could potentially be a leader for you in the future. Because there's no such thing as born leaders. It's just people that have learned as they've gone along or are more in tune with the people around them. That's people who are great leaders have got that foundation, that appreciation of how to work with people. So I always suggest you hire on or put an emphasis on hiring based on values over experience. And that's because you can teach skills. It's a lot harder for people attitudes to change and it's a lot harder for you as an organization to change someone's attitude so hire the right person based on their attitude try and get someone who is aligned to your business values and and you know I'll talk a lot about setting your business your mission your vision your values having them in place because they can be they feed off into so many other parts of your business so that's another thing I'm going to talk on a future episode but it's really important that we get people that are buying into us as a business as well so that starts with your job description make sure you're getting the right information in the job description make sure you are writing in a language that fits and reflects your business and its values and its culture but also at the interview process you need to be asking interview questions that really speak and dig into your values that you've identified as part of your mission and vision and values like I say, this is all foundational to the the future leadership succession plan that you're going to put in place and develop these people through your your business and hopefully retain them because it's, that's a big part of what we do. Or, or as a hospitality industry, there's obviously turnover numbers can be of staff can be high, so we need to do everything we can to retain them. But I, I suggest if you want to, you really see how. The job description in particular can work for people. Check out my, I think it was episode number 26 with Will McPherson of Cam Ventures because he spoke around the power of having the job description right and the and the language that he used in there. And, and in that episode, you'll hear exactly how that's benefited him. So yeah, this is your basic, your starting point. This is where you need to be before you move anywhere else. So you've brought in the people, you've identified them based on their values, made sure they align with your business. But now you have to understand or your manager has to understand these people at a very deep level. So you're wanting to really identify the differences and the learning styles that they have across the team. So some people may prefer more visual ways of learning. Others may learn by doing things. And it's now the point where you need to know what your team's preferences are that sort of information can dictate your approach and how you deal with selecting the people for your leadership program in inverted commas and you can do this in a number of ways so the best one that I recommend and it really works for me is really spend the time with your team member so even if you are the owner try and spend a lot of time with them really understand how they work how they operate try and get them to relax because it's sometimes a little bit intimidating when they've got the owner or the manager there with them all the time but that'll give you a real insight on how they prefer to work equally and another thing that's worked well for me but 
I would have to say it's not in replacement of the first one, is to maybe have a look at profiling services that can give you an insight on people's personalities. And, and it's worked really well for me when before this was before hospitality, but when I was in government jobs and prior to that, is understanding the members of the team and how they prefer to receive information. They can tell you all this sort of valuable metrics that can come into how you identify and choose who is going to be your next leader in your business. A really important part as well is sitting down with these people on a one-to-one basis because some of them may not want to have leadership aspirations. Some of them may not think they do, but have the traits. And once they've had that chat with you, if you've identified that they could be a good leader, may then change. But there's no point in trying to chase or to develop someone who may not actually want to have that leadership and the responsibility that comes with it. So that's the third point is make sure you sit down talk to these people and make sure you know what they want and that you're serving that. So at this stage, we have hired the right people for the right reason. So values-based aligned with us as a business. We've now understood the team members and who it is we are working with and how they like to be approached. The next stage is to start the coaching and mentoring, really. It's more mentoring than coaching. These people who may be the next leaders and getting them to the standard that we expect in our business. So ideally, you will already have someone in your organization that is the epitome of what you want in a leader for your business, in your cafe, your coffee shop, whichever it is. There's someone there already who is capable of teaching new team members, new potential leaders the ways that you have set. Now, I'm coming at this from a point of view that when I was coming through other employment, I always had an idea of what my leadership style was. But in terms of my learning, like I mentioned at the beginning, you go through all these training courses, the programs, they're great. They give you all the science and the, the theory behind it all. But then the mentorship that follows that in the workplace wasn't ever really there. And I don't know if it's because of, I don't know, perhaps their previous managers have been poor and they haven't been led in the right way, whether it's personal, a lack of empathy, or even if it's just distracted because there's so much workload. As a junior member of staff, there wasn't ever that support and that leadership that we need to really develop the true skills to for us to properly lead the teams below. So this is part of where my inspiration is of trying to help people with their leadership skills and develop that is because I don't feel that there is that much in the way of support for people to to learn them in the workplace and how can we expect our next level of people leaders to show the skills we want when they've been learning from what is essentially mediocre managers and poor managers in some cases how can we expect them to be what we want them to be when they haven't got that foundation of learning behind it. So your first step is to identify that team member. As we said before, you need to really trust them and they need to align with your values as a business because that's what you want them to teach to your your junior members of staff. And through your process, you should have a team member that has this. One thing I do have to say, you're asking this 
leader within your business to help teach these other team members on top of their normal day job. So you need to support them through this whole process because it's you that benefits as well as an owner or as a, a regional manager, whatever it is, by having these leadership structures below you, you are the one who better. So really put a lot of effort in, support them, and also consider giving them some training on coaching and mentoring, some formal training, so they have the skills behind them to better serve the staff members they are teaching. Get them on board, get them as a mentor, and offer them the support. The next stages, now that you have that framework in place, is to speak to the potential successors that you want them to to develop their skills and ask them, make sure they're up for the professional and the personal development. One thing to say is, is try and have maybe if you've got one management position, maybe have three that could be trained up, three people that could be trained up to fill that role because you could potentially, or there's always the potential that people could move on to other jobs or they're not necessarily the right fit. So make sure you're not just putting all your eggs in one basket. But the reality is when we start doing this, your team members and not only the ones that we're mentoring will feel a stronger connection to you as a business owner and the business itself because you are investing in them as people in their skills and into their future and as I've personally found is when you do that you're less likely to get these people moving on to other businesses because they have that such a strong connection with a business that cares for them so always keep that in mind when we're investing in our teams that Part of this is not just in the day-to-day operation, but it's a longer-term security that we have as business owners. So turning to the mentoring itself, so what we are now looking for is that our mentor teaches our prospective leaders the lessons, the experience, everything that they know and have seen in the business before they actually have to experience it themselves. So it gives them a heads up almost of saying, these are the sort of things I could see. And they have an idea in their mind how they will deal with that. So that's the first step. But one thing they have to be, our mentor, is to be open and honest about the mistakes that they have made as well, because that's where the that's where the real learning is. And it's the same for all of us. We've all made mistakes. We learn from those. So they're really important to focus on and for our, our mentor to be vulnerable and to open up about those mistakes. Another really important aspect of their training is to understand scenarios and how different scenarios affect different responses. So we need to communicate examples of what has happened and how it was dealt with so that they're able to formulate in their mind how they can deal with that situation if they were presented with it and understanding what the business expects in those certain circumstances. So whether that's through, most importantly, is learning it on the job. So explaining we've just had a member of staff has done this. How would you have dealt with it and guide them through that process from their point of view and how they would deal with it and then give them the feedback and this is where the real learning comes is that feedback from you or from the mentor to say that may not have worked because of and give them an example or maybe you could have tried it this way from this angle and ask them how they think 
the outcome would have been different if they had. It's all about exploring different scenarios and making it dynamic so that when they are put into the real life situation of managing people and leading people, they have already got an, a, an analysis in their head of what how they would approach certain circumstances and it would start to develop their intuitive approach to leading their teams. And the final thing is to give these team members a solid platform to base their learning on. So I know at the beginning of this episode, I mentioned about the the theory-based and the science-based courses. I'm not saying that they aren't valuable. They are extremely valuable because they give you that a, a basis and a, and a starting point. Where I struggled with those courses was that when we get back in the workplace, there wasn't the support of the managers for us to explore the theories and the science that we'd heard from these courses. So they are extremely valuable. So I, I would really suggest that you support your training team members by putting them on a low-level leadership course, an introduction to leadership, something that will give them a little bit of an insight into how leadership styles are formulated or the range of different leadership styles. I know personally, I preferred to to have, or certainly gave me the most success was a, a servant leadership style. And I'm not going to get into all the different leadership styles at the minute, but it gives you that foundation and the understanding of the different types of leaders that are out there. And what then it gives you is that you can see the different leadership styles out in the world and understand the ones that work and the ones that don't. So certainly don't write off the leadership courses because there is still value in them. So make sure you still consider sending them on them. Thank you very much for joining me on this episode and listening to my thoughts and my viewpoint on how we can bring through the next generation of leaders and how we can shape them to the way that we want them or we need them in our businesses. It's one of my biggest passions. I love when we can develop people and change their lives, transform them from the person they are when they join us to something that is better for them as people. So I'm going to take this opportunity and mention to you that we are in the process of launching a number of courses now around leadership, developing your mission, vision and values for your business, and also for implement and systems to help increase your ability or increase the business's ability to operate without you and to make sure as an owner that you have the leadership structures in place and the guidance and the support is given to your staff. So if you head over to the cafehustle.com forward slash develop, you can sign up there to find out more about the courses that we have coming up. You'll get notified first of when these courses are released, but you'll also be able to access exclusive offers as well associated with them. So this is all about me giving my knowledge and my viewpoint the things that have worked for me and made my certainly from a leadership point of view and a direction and a vision point of view have really helped me to be successful in the roles that I've done so if you want to level up your leadership your business direction your business vision head on over to the website again is the cafehustle.com forward slash develop and I'll let you know as soon as we are launching those courses I think we are all, it's all up for me. My mission is all about passing on the knowledge to help people develop themselves and also their businesses. Because I know how tough it is in hospitality in particular, but these courses, they, they're relevant across any business. 
and this is where I'm coming from. I want to help people out. So if you're interested in that, make sure you go and check it out. But anyway, until next time, thank you again for joining me on the Cafe Hustle and I'll see you on the next episode.